When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chair Shot Reality playlist here on Wrestling Inc. every single week. And have some weeks off, but it's summertime. Even us, even we, we have to take a little bit of a break every now and again. He's Josh Eisenberg down there in Florida looking so beachy. Mm-hmm. I'm Justin Labar up here in, uh, well, it's actually not too bad in Pittsburgh, PA. You look good, Justin. You got some you got some color on your face. Yeah. It looks like you're really soaking in the Maryland weather back down to Pennsylvania. I'm well, jealous of you. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep up with you. <laughs> That's right. It's hard to do. What's not hard to do is picture Roman Reigns in another title match. <laughs> here we go well again. Done. Yeah, segues. Here we go again. Roman Reigns beats Bobby Lashley. I don't know about you, Josh. I did not call this one. I thought it would be Bobby Lashley all the way. Reigns wins. He's going to fight Lesnar again for the Universal title at SummerSlam. At least right now, that's what it seems like it's going to be. We will get Lesnar in Miami at Raw this Monday. So if anything was going to change, it would happen, you think, this Monday. But, I mean, usually when they when they start to create promotional material and make a match for an event like SummerSlam, that's normally the match it's going to be. Uh, I don't see a deviation of a triple threat or anything happening. Do you? Um, I would have said yes to a triple threat um, if Lashley wasn't uh, pinned clean. And yes, he had one victory against Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules, but that doesn't mean anything now. Um, I'm very surprised that they went uh, again for the fourth time with Lesnar and Reigns because time and time again we see WWE just rebel against Roman Reigns being built as a a top guy. And, And if Roman Reigns was facing somebody else, I don't think fans would care. But the fact that we've seen this match at 31 at WrestleMania, at the Greatest Royal Rumble, and then now, obviously, at SummerSlam, it shows to me that WWE doesn't necessarily want to see Brock Lesnar versus somebody that is maybe 70 or 80 pounds smaller than him, a guy like you know, Seth Rollins or a guy like Finn Balor. And I was even warming up to the idea if we did see a return of Finn, uh, the Demon King of Finn Balor, that'd be kind of cool to see against Brock Lesnar, the, you know, the Beast versus the Demon King. Uh, that could be easily built up to SummerSlam, and that's when, obviously... Finn Balor won his first Universal Champion, only Universal Championship. But now you see Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, and you see what do they do with everybody else? If Bobby Lashley's not involved in this match, where does he go? Does he go against? Hell, I don't even know where he goes. Does Elias. he go against a Finn Balor and Elias, Elias? I guess. But but at the same time, Justin, if you say it's Elias, I think Elias could be more occupied with actually doing his concert at SummerSlam <laughs> and maybe get interrupt, interrupted by a real American. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's all possible. I mean, if you need a match for Elias, just just by the way that uh, Lashley was the last person to interrupt Elias, the way they shot the camera and Elias kind of storming off the stage, I was expecting Elias to come in and cost, if, if, at least get involved in the match, which could have then made a DQ, which could have got Lashley to win. Uh, but like you said, Lashley got beat clean, so uh, hard to make a case that they're going to insert him into this title match. Reigns versus Lesnar, again, you know, uh, this doesn't move the needle for me, and, I, and I've been other, other than the one at the Greatest Royal Rumble. I mean, I think I've seen all the Reigns uh, Lesnar li- matches live, and, and and they're not that they're bad matches, but it's just how many times are we going to do this? Now, obviously, the this has an interesting angle to it because one, we have a very prominent figure in Braun Strowman walking out the briefcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also know that Brock Lesnar is going back to the UFC uh, by the start of 2019. So I will say that. For everybody who wants to analyze all the out-of-the-ring stuff, this is maybe the most interesting match because of all those factors. But tell that to the 20,000 people in Brooklyn that are just going to crap all over it. 
And that's the thing. I think it'd be different if it was a pay-per-view that didn't have these diehard fans, you know, um, you, you go somewhere, you know, like Denver or somewhere that they really love. I mean, Raymond Reigns uh, about a month and a half ago got a great reaction. I can't remember. Maybe it was in St. Louis or something in the Midwest or in the, you know, the, the uh, central part of the country, but you're going to the most diehard fan base area and which is the Northeastern part of, you know, obviously New York and then uh, Philadelphia, which a lot of Philadelphia fans are going to make that hour and a half uh, commute there for the show. I just, I wonder if this is Vince McMahon's way of saying to the fans, to everybody else that you can have whatever the hell you want on SmackDown. I will give you two former TNA guys competing for the championship, my biggest show. I will also give you Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, a feud that everybody still wants to see uh, come to fruition and, and, and the climax of that one. But I'll be damned if my WWE Monday Night Raw is not going to have the guy that I've been trying to push for the past five years. Well, there certainly seems like there would be some truth that everything you said, you know, you, you know, would truth. Make, would Look make at WrestleMania. Sense. Just, uh, right. WrestleMania is exactly the same. It's, not, it's, it's fact. It's absolute fact. That's how he views it. Look, I mean, Roman Reigns is still. I mean, look, mer- merchandise-wise, he's still the guy. He, he's still a guy. If he do, if he doesn't show up at a, at a house show, if he got sick all of a sudden, you know, you're offering refunds. I mean, again, like it or not, people, he, he still matters to people uh, one way or the other. Uh, I, I think it's just, again, I'm watching the trickle down effect because we have Reigns mm-hmm. versus Lesnar. Lesnar is being booked as of now for the night after SummerSlam on Raw. So, again, it leaves a lot of questions here. I mean, uh, you know, they could easily have Brock Lesnar win again, uh, but then maybe, the, you know, he gets the title pulled off of him the next night, uh, however they do it, whether it's a cash-in or, 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 you know, we've never seen Lesnar have a match on Raw since his return in this era. Yeah. Uh, what, what a, you know, how fitting would that be? I mean, the night after SummerSlam was where Braun Strowman debuted with the Wyatt family. So there's a lot of factors here at play. Uh, but it, it, it's ballsy that WWE is going to go once again uh, for the next three weeks here. That this is this is what they're going to tout is they're going to say you're going to see Roman Reigns once again in a repeat match. Give me a give me an odds, uh, 50-50 chance, 25% chance that somehow Bobby Lashley inserts himself into this match. Um, I'll, I'll I'll give it I'll give it a third. I'll give it about 33%. Uh, I, I get but, it. Triple threat through. <laughs> and and I give it until this Monday. If we once we get out of this week's raw in Miami, it's not happening. If it doesn't, if it's not, if the match is not altered with Brock there in person, then then it's not going to happen. Then you know I, I, I imagine we'll see Bobby Lashley go off and do something else, uh, whoever that I might agree. be. So well, let me ask you this right now: While we're this many weeks out, give me a percentage. What's the percentage that Brock Lesnar walks out of SummerSlam still champion? Right now, seventy-five percent. Wow. I'm giving high odds early. They will drop as we come closer, <laughs> as we see how the storylines built. Um, but that next night on Raw, that, that gets my juices flowing, especially since it's still going to be in the Barclays Center. No chance that Kevin Owens takes his briefcase away, right? This is just a, stipula- <laughs> this is just a stipulation to add some flavor this is, to this. This is to make it exciting yeah. somehow, some way. And, and last but not least in this, Justin, Finn Balor, where does he drop? Um, <laughs> I have no Mac- answer for that. You know, McIntyre, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, uh, the... the you know, it, it's amazing. That's why you make the IC title a fatal four-way. You add Balor in there. You add Drew McIntyre in there. You show a slight little little piece of dissension between McIntyre and Ziggler to keep things fresh. But is they it, won't do that. Isn't it amazing? What was it? Two two SummerSlams ago when he when he wins the Universal Championship, Finn, that is, uh, obviously mm-hmm. has to vacate it the next day because of the injury. It's just amazing the difference of two years. I mean, now, you know, there was such concentrated booking on him at that time. And, and now, two years later, I mean, it really I, – I can't even answer where he goes for SummerSlam. It's just a loss in the shuffle. It, and it's amazing to me, too, because after he's been putting on, you know, decent matches, okay feuds, I guess he stays with Baron Corbin at SummerSlam. That's that's a likely sh- uh, scenario, I guess, but not many people want to see that. When does the Demon King come back? Like, when that's Finn Balor's draw. I know he's happy. He's Finn for everyone. 
He's smiling. He's doing his too sweet. But there needs to be a point in his character where you see that. It's been way too long and way too overdue. Uh, since we've seen the since we've seen uh, Finn Balor as the Demon King. Well, it's a fun attraction, but you know, as we said before, the problem is that once he's that, it then it then makes regular old Finn just seem like regular old Finn. Yeah, that's the problem with alter egos. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with uh, alter egos. But with this, when, he's when, gotten when, so when, much when, over as himself right now, though, Justin. He's gotten over as Finn Balor. So whenever you need to spice things up, whenever you need to say, how can a feud elevate itself more for Finn Balor? How do you do that? You do that by putting the pain on. You have him going out there being a badass. The lights change a little bit different. I mean, I can only take so much of Happy Finn where I'm going to be like, okay, it's another Finn Balor match where he does a coup de grace and ends it. I need more aggression from him. I think that's the one thing he's missing. Mm -hmm. That's something that Seth Rollins does not need, but that's something that Finn Balor does. I agree. Well, look, maybe let's just, let's just call it what it is. Maybe maybe Finn just doesn't want to take three hours to get the paint on him for, for the, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows what it is. He wants to go to catering That's possible. Eat. Maybe uh, he'll maybe he'll put the paint back on with the man with more in his name debuts, huh? Uh-huh. Ah. Uh-huh. We got more coming up here. We're gonna talk about the all-women's pay-per-view that was announced, Evolution. I don't think Motorhead will be singing for that one. Uh, we're also talk about NXT takeovers. Things getting uh, pretty uh, spicy and mixed up in the NXT world. So we'll talk about all that here. Chair Shot Rally on Wrestling Inc. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, do what you got to do. Over 400 episodes and running it is Chair Shot Reality, your number one procrastination tool on the internet. He is Josh Eisenberg. I'm Justin LaBar. Make sure you follow us on social media. Give Wrestling Inc. a follow as well for all your daily wrestling news. Make sure you subscribe to CSR or go right to your device if you are subscribed uh, to the Wrestling Inc. channel. It'll be right there for you. Josh, uh, the big story this week, uh, not so much a surprise. It was just a matter, it was a matter of uh, uh, not, not if, it was just when, and that is the first ever women's pay-per-view it's gonna be called evolution late october october 28th to be specific long island nassau coliseum uh first off you excited about this yeah i'm excited about it i think that was coming for a long time um i'm excited about the matches and the fact that they get the spotlight on them and only them you know they're not going to be overshadowed i think it is a little odd timing because they've done so many historic things and if they really wanted to make a, a, a big splash before this pay-per-view i really think that they should have focused on this pay-per-view maybe next year after you see the potential main event of women at WrestleMania, maybe a Charlotte Flair versus a Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania to end the show, and then a few months down the road you have that all-women's pay-per-view. Um, but anyway, this is fantastic. This is great for women's wrestling. This is great for WWE. People are bitching and complaining, oh, well, the indie scene has done this for such a long time. Well, it's not a billion-dollar company. People aren't going to care if it's an indie scene in Canton, Ohio. This is WWE. This is the big boys. This is what people care about. And the more mainstream appeal is because of WWE backing an all-women's pay-per-view. Now, the one thing I'm surprised of is I thought that they would have announced the all-women's pay-per-view and then added a women's tag team championship. And I'm not sure how they do that because I don't want to see a Raw women's tag team championship and a SmackDown tag team championship because then you just have way too many, you know, way too many titles to try to fit on a regular pay-per-view card. Um, but I think there still might be time for that. They, they could potentially crown the first ever women's tag team champions at that event. Uh, but I do love the fact that NXT will be involved. I do love the fact that both Raw and SmackDown are going to be involved. This is a great opportunity for WWE to showcase the women from even the, the lowest ranks of women in NXT all the way up to the very top and the very best and everybody in between because they do have so much female talent than they've ever had in the history of this business. Well, women's tag titles are inevitable, um, you know, because of all the 
the, the progress they're making and, and the time they're giving women. And as you said, they have, they have more, uh, you know, quality women. The depth is, is, is deeper than it's ever been. So, you know, a tag, a tag, you know, a tag division would allow, again, four women in one match right there. I don't think you can get, I don't, I really don't think it's appropriate probably to have women's tag titles until you have a women's only show week to week. And that, and that after this evolution show, after this evolution pay-per-view, an all-women's show, even if it's just on the network, is really the final step that truly completes the revolution. I mean, we've, we've, we've gotten the Rumble, we've gotten everything else. It's pretty much now you just need to have a women's pay-per-view and then you need to have an all-women's show. That's when you can, I think, have tag titles that are exclusively, or at least primarily, defended on that show only. Because, you know, like you just said, I mean, you already have two world champions, you know, a Raw Women's Champion, a SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, adding tag titles in there. I mean, you know, on SmackDown there's not enough time because it's a nice condensed two hours. Raw, sure. you could say there's time, but they're not gonna give, I, I think that would be almost overkill in a way. So. Um, tag titles are inevitable, but I think you need more women's programming in order to do that. Um, but in, t- in terms of titles, I-, I ask you, with Evolution, is this where Ronda Rousey wins the world title, or is this where she has her first title defense? Because one, one of the is, two is happening. Hmm, that's a great question. I think this is where Ronda Rousey has her first title defense. And I think it will be against somebody that, I, I think it could potentially be against Anaya Jax. Uh, or it could be against somebody like Alexa Bliss where she gets a, a rematch. I don't think there's a way that Ronda Rousey leaves Brooklyn as uh, not uh, the women's champion. I don't think they're going to do a screw job finish or anything like that where maybe Mickie James gets involved. And obviously in a couple of weeks we'll probably change our minds and know it's really going to happen. But um, this is Rousey's, Rousey's first title defense. Um, let me ask you this, Justin. Now, speaking with people, they think you know the women's pay-per-view has been coming for such a long time. Was the addition of Ronda Rousey the final piece to make an all-women's pay-per-view, or do you think it has to do with more of the depth of the women's division? Uh, I think they play hand in hand. I, I think Ronda Rousey definitely has a, has a play in this. I think I think you have the I think you have the depth. The I hate to, I hate to label them, but I'm just going to use a movie, movie term. I think I think she has a supporting cast now around her. Mm. Um, but I think Ronda Rousey is a big thing of this. I mean, let, let's 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 just be honest here. If you're doing an all-women's pay-per-view. Yeah, then you know it, it, the network people are going to watch it. X amount, you know, over a million people have the network. But you, you know, you do want to try to sell out a building, and you're in the New York market. So uh, I think having a Ronda Rousey not only helps sell tickets, but it also helps give you know the media attention that they're going to want, especially if they drum it up and they can get you know prominent female athletes or prominent female celebrities yeah. ringside and really make it a, a women empowerment night as they uh, plan to. But I, I think Ronda Rousey certainly is a, is a big part of this. I'm sure, uh, you know, it, it, it plays hand in hand. I do think I agree with you. I think this is where she has a title defense. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm, whereas I'm a little bit curious to see if her winning the title at SummerSlam, if it still gets the headline grab that it should because it's going to be in the middle of a five-hour epic show just like yeah, WrestleMania. Right. But I think title defense, yeah, I think that's a big draw. And I think I'm going to go opponent-wise. If I had to guess now, I'd say like Natalia. I think, you know, okay. that, that's there. Natalia, okay. Natalia's been uh, loyal. She, you know, back when it was Divas doing uh, pillow fights, she was the one credible female who could fight. I think this will be a little bit of almost a reward to her to put her in uh, one of the main events. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's a, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that with Natalia. She's given uh, so much of her time and effort into this. One question, which former WWE, either Hall of Famer, Diva, Superstar, Woman, whatever, do you want to see come back for one match and who do you have her picked up against? Um, I, I don't. I, I don't think Lita's going to do a match. We've seen her do spots, but I, I think I don't know if it's a medical thing or a neck mm-hmm. or what it is. I don't know if we'll see her to match. I, I, Trish Stratus is an easy one. I mean, Trish is you know she still looks great. She's 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 always been athletic. She's from, from you know so I think she get in there. She could really impress us. She'll get the you still got it chance. She'll get the one more match chance after yeah. that. Um, who she goes against? You know what? I'm going to actually. This might sound a little. Um, 
Markish. I would love to see a throwback. I would love to see her and Mickey James one more time. Mickey James. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. You know, Mickey James is back, and she, she, you know, she's kind of in this odd spot as the Alexa Bliss friend, but Mickey can still go, and I think it would just, you know, we that's that's the match that defined Mickey James' career. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that would be a lot of fun if if this is about. If this is supposed to be the WrestleMania for women, why not take one of the best women's WrestleMania matches and give us a, uh, a throwback? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, I agree. Aside from that, the only other one that I would feel intrigued to um, would be Nia Jax and Beth Phoenix. I think Beth is one of the strongest women that ever come into WWE before Nia Jax. And I think getting an opportunity to see somebody body slam Nia Jax, I think she'd be the woman to do it. Now, it doesn't have the, you know, the overall appeal of Trish and Mickey, but that one big spot would be something that I'd love to see, too. Too bad Karma, a.k.a. Awesome Kong, is too busy with Glow. I'd love to see her versus Nia Jax. True. Build the, the, true. the monster versus monster and get the, the Glow hype. Last question for you. Will Brian Flory be watching this event? I will 120% <laughs> say absolutely not. He'll do whatever it is. And I think it's in October, so it'll be too busy with Sunday Night Football, Game of Thrones, and all that other garbage that people watch. So not football, but Game of Thrones. Yeah. I might have to find his address and, and do the old-fashioned call the cable provider and have it sent to his... I- 1750. No, I'm not telling you his address. Like, I know his address off my heart, baby. I'll we I'll need to find out if the, if the cable provider. I'll pay the, the 50 bucks or 60 bucks <laughs> to get it zapped to his TV and it won't turn off. That's what That's I want to say. That's terrible. We'll talk NXT coming up next year. It's Chair Shot Rally Binge Watch Playlist on Wrestling Inc. Share Shot Rally on Wrestling Inc. You can watch the video, of course, here on the YouTube channel. You can also check out an audio-only version if you subscribe to Wrestling Inc. across all the other audio platforms, uh, Audio Boom, iTunes, whatever your fancy is. He's Josh Eisenberg. I'm Justin LaBar. Josh, let's talk a little NXT. Big uh, big week in NXT. Obviously, each Wednesday on the network, you can see NXT's weekly show. Uh, and for those who aren't aware, it's still at this point, they, they tape it uh, you know three to four weeks in advance. Um, and a big, a big thing happened on the tape show as we saw the change in an NXT world champion. Aleister Black goes down to Tommaso Ciampa. So Ciampa now is going to go to NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, which that is like uh, their WrestleMania. They've always hyped the SummerSlam week of NXT TakeOver. It's kind of that's their bigger show of the yeah. year. So a big deal for Ciampa, who many argue is the best heel going in the world at the moment. Uh, what do you make of this? Uh, an unusual turn of events for NXT to do a change like this on a tape show. It was funny because whenever I saw or read the article about um, how it how it happened, I was like, well, okay, Johnny Gargano got involved. It makes sense to add Gargano and Champa as the you know they are they have been the main event. They've been the best storyline going in WWE NXT, um, and it's valid to say that. And Aleister Black, no discredit to him, he's had some great matches, but he hasn't been the main event the last match of the Takeovers as being champion. Um, my biggest uh, excitement, I think, coming out of this is finally, I think for the first time in a long time, even if any takeovers, um, there's a triple threat match for the NXT Championship. You know, we always have one-on-one matches, and, and, and justifiably so. You know, you build the feud up over uh, two or three months, you get one-on-one payoffs. But this is perfect because it intertwines a guy like Aleister Black that's one of the most over guys because of his look, because of his talent, because of his music. He is the total package. He is a superstar. Tommaso Ciampa, a guy who is the most dastardly heel in the ring, on Twitter, all over, and he doesn't do too much. He does just enough. And I don't think that guy's had a carb since about 2007, so that guy <laughs> is in the best shape of his damn life. And then Johnny Gargano, obviously the Daniel Bryan of NXT. Everybody loves Gargano. Everybody loves his story. 
um, one of the most talented guys top to bottom inside the squared circle and has done a great job. So when I saw that championship change, my first thought was, wow, okay, we're finally getting a triple threat match and it's going to be the three best that NXT has to offer. You know, I love Adam Cole, I love Ricochet, Velveteen, EC3, but these three guys are the main event, the focal point of that show for the past, I would say, eight or nine months. And it's great to see that they'll come all at a head at NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's a nice change up, as you mentioned, to NXT for what we normally get. It's also a nice change up to Gargano and, and Champa. Now, my, you know, obviously, they put on uh, uh, phenomenal showings up to this point, but it is nice to add the wrinkle uh, of a third person. I also like the dynamic of, of this triple threat because uh, it leaves a lot of room for for um, some brilliant finishes and, and how you and who you protect. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of speculation. You know, does Gargano is he is he on his way to the main roster soon? Would that would, would that be something that happens the next night yeah. after the the Monday after SummerSlam? You know, so this provides at least a lot of um, of leeway and routes, and also leaves you guessing. You know, we, and NXT will end, and we probably still won't. Uh, for sure know what's going to happen, yeah. which is always a nice thing. Uh, and I think it was a nice move by WWE. Obviously, the, the move of changing the title on a tape show, uh, obviously, is again, just probably timing because they, they had to change it in order to make this match happen at NXT TakeOver, which is now three weeks away. But I think it's a good move. I think, you know, you, you, we even saw this in the years when SmackDown was taped, where every now and again, like when Jack Swagger, I remember way back when, when he yeah. won, uh, like, oh, seven. Edge. Edge, you know, when, when, when yeah. you, when every now and again, you can't do it too often, um, you can't you can't allow the internet to be the the resource for the show nonstop. But every so often, if you if you throw in that, oh my God, it happened! Now I have to see it to believe it. Uh, now I know you know. Otherwise, it might have been oh, it's another NXT this Wednesday. I'll, I'll catch up on it when I catch up on it. No, this made it. You got to tune in to watch. You got to make sure you set an alarm on Wednesday night to not miss it. So I think this was well done, uh, even if it was a little bit by accident and, and time necessity. Um, certainly, what NXT wants to have again as they're going into what their biggest event of the year is. And isn't it amazing? You know, we saw NXT take over in New Orleans. We saw the card and we said, wow, how can it get any better than this? You know, Gargano Ciampa, ladder match for the North American Championship. I mean, the card was stacked from top to bottom. But now, looking at TakeOver, looking at the card, and if you don't want to know what the card is, so stop watching, which you probably already know what the card is if you're watching us. But you're going to have EC3 and Velveteen Dream. You're going to have Adam Cole and Ricochet. Undisputed Era defending the Tag Team Championships. And then this triple threat match. And then also... Shayna Baszler facing off against Kyrie Sane. So it's going to be very exciting to see from the very top of that card to the very bottom. And I never know how they can top themselves. But once again, I am more excited about this NXT TakeOver pay-per-view than any other one. And I said that for the past three, four, five, six months. And it's, it's amazing to see. Every week, every month, it just gets reloaded. And that's before we even get into the speculation of that weekend of, of do we see a Matt Riddle, even if it's sitting uh, ringside. Uh, and that's a whole other, yeah. you know, uh, rumor mill uh, fodder. Yep. So, yeah, NXT, as it continues to do, just when you think that maybe it's um, reached its peak or oh, all the all the talent's gone to Raw or SmackDown, uh, Triple H and his team have done a phenomenal job uh, just continuing F to... F FS1 in 2019? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, and you just kind of play off that to close the segment out, I, I you know, the biggest thing I wondered when when we found out, okay, uh, SmackDown's going to go to Fox and it's gonna, probably going to be live, um, is, okay, what then happens on, like, WrestleMania weekends? And mm -hmm. I think it would be huge if we saw, we started seeing the NXT TakeOver on Fox on that WrestleMania weekend. If they move TakeOver to Friday, move the Hall of Fame back to Saturday. I think NXT, NXT's on the, on, the, on the way up, and as I was saying, yes. you know, Triple, Triple H and his team deserve so much credit for continuing to be able to replenish and keep this stuff um, feeling fresh and, 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 giving, and giving the main roster a run for the money in terms of uh, crowd satisfaction. So, yeah. um, you know, big things to be, to be had for NXT TakeOver as we approach this first, as you said, I think it is probably the first ever title match Triple Threat 
uh, so. especially for a takeover. At Josh Eisenberg 4, at Justin LeVar, at CS Reality. You can find us all over the web. Again, make sure you uh, leave a comment on the video. We'll try to reply. Leave a like, leave a share. Do what you got to do. We'll be back next weekend as we get closer and closer to the hottest night in the summer.